Hello everyone, Scott Myers here at the Self Storage Academy, which is being held live in Orlando, Florida, March 31st through April 2nd, and I want you to be there. Listen, there has never been a better time to invest in self-storage, and there is no better team than ours to show you how to do it, because we wrote the book on how to invest in self-storage. Literally, I created the best-selling home study system back in 2007, titled How to Find, Evaluate, Purchase, and Manage Self-Storage Facilities. And since then, we have helped thousands of people launch and scale their self-storage business, and have now become the nation's go-to resource for all things self-storage. And that's because we now not only talk the talk, we walk the walk. Day in and day out since 2005 through now two recessions and amassing 2.5 million square feet of self-storage, totaling over 15,000 doors nationwide. There is nobody else that has more experience in self-storage that is teaching people how to invest in self-storage than our team. So if you're ready to launch and scale your self-storage business, then go to selfstorageinvesting.com. Click on the events tab to grab your ticket to the upcoming Self-Storage Academy in Orlando. That's March 31st through April 2nd, along with tickets to our virtual academy for those who can't make it or just aren't ready to go live at this time. So that, again, is selfstorageinvesting.com. Click on the event tab, but do it now as seating is limited and we have sold out every academy since 2008, so go do it now. And on behalf of my team, we look forward to seeing you then. Take care. This is the Self Storage Podcast, where we share the knowledge and skills from the industry's leading investors, developers, and operators to help you launch and grow your self-storage business. I'm your host, Scott Myers, and over the past 16 years, we have acquired, developed, converted, and syndicated over 2 million square feet of self-storage nationwide with the help of my incredible team at selfstorageinvesting.com, who has helped thousands of people achieve greatness in self-storage. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Storage Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Myers, and this week's guest is Brian Martinez. Brian spent the first 15 years of his career in sales and business development as a sales coach for a subsidiary of a Fortune 500 company where he built teams to adapt to new market trends. He has since used his industry knowledge to work his way up to his current position as a retail sales manager at Newview Trust, a premier regulated custodian for self-directed alternative investments. Since working with NewView, Brian has grown and developed his relationships with his clients and referral partners while helping them to continue to build their wealth using self-direction. Brian's passion lies with educating others on the endless investment possibilities afforded by using self-directed accounts and providing individuals the right tools to get started on their alternative investment journey, which is why we have him on the podcast today. So without further ado, please enjoy this wide-ranging conversation on how to use self-directed IRAs with Brian Martinez of NewView Trust. Hey, Brian, good to see you again and welcome to the show. All right. Thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate you bringing me on. Well, it's uh, good to uh, catch up uh, once again and have, I guess, a little more time to chat and hopefully have one of the conversations that we normally have when folks aren't around. But I thought it was uh, helpful to get a sense of what's going on on the self-directed side of the business, which is roughly the exact same as what we're experiencing right now, which is unbelievable levels of activity out there. But I've given everybody a little bit of your background and your bio. So if you would, why don't you fill in the gaps and then tell us what you're up to recently, and then we can kind of dive into what we're seeing in the market right now. Yeah. So I'm with Newview Trust Company, as you probably already heard everyone, but I'm the retail sales manager. I've got three guys under me. It's growing. We're tremendously growing. We're seeing a huge influx of more people interested in diversifying their portfolio with the pandemic that happened. People feel like the stock market's volatile. They don't understand it. They can't control it. And more people are trying to diversify into alternative assets, real estate being number one. I'm doing private lending, syndications like self-storage and multifamily. We're seeing a lot of that. But we're also seeing a lot more Reg Ds coming to the market. So the market's definitely evolving. Well, that's uh, clearly the, exactly in our wheelhouse and what we've been seeing uh, recently. And we all know that an inflationary market, which we're going to be heading into, uh, I think the Fed stated that they're going to have at least three rate increases 
well, then immediately more folks are going to be coming out of the stock market. I mean, as they already have, as you mentioned, for the past couple of years, many investors are somewhat tired of the up and down of the stock market, the, the ping pong effect or the pinball effect, and not knowing where to put their money. And as soon as they get in on something that's high flying, it doesn't fly high any longer, or it goes back down. And just to the overall uncertainty of uh, Wall Street and instead looking for what we've known all along, or at least many folks that are diversifying and getting into a portion of the portfolio, which is hard assets. That's something they can see, touch and feel. They understand at least to a degree who the managers are and the decisions that they make instead of a nameless entity or group of individuals making decisions on their behalf like they would have with the stock. And so not to beat up Wall Street, but just understanding that this is a different way to invest a little more predictable business model. And we know what happens with real estate as we head into the market that we're heading into right now. So we've been syndicating a lot more projects. We started a fund as well. And a key part of that, well, the only way that folks can invest with us is by having a vehicle in which to do so. And so there's also a number of folks that unfortunately through the pandemic have they've lost their jobs and they've got access now to their 401k. And for the first time ever, for some of these folks in their lives, they have the ability to direct it in a self-directed IRA to be able to now choose their investments instead of only being able to invest in the company that they worked for. And so I'm assuming only from what I've seen that there's a whole lot of folks that have done that now and have experienced that and are recognizing and learning that for the first time. Give us some sense of the increase in activity levels that you've seen over the past couple of years as a result of what we've seen in the economy. Yeah, so 100%, you hit it right on the nose. Pandemic affecting a lot of people either out of work or they didn't have access to those 401ks with their employers at the time. But it's almost a blessing that they were able to leave those employers. There's a lot of conversations I had with people over the years where they were stuck with their employer, they didn't have access to those 401k funds. But now that they're not with the employer, maybe they chose to retire earlier than they were thinking before, or they're switching jobs, they want to do something where they can work remote. So they're leaving employers, and they want to use those 401k funds to diversify their portfolio into these alternative assets that are brick, they're mortar, they can build a relationship with whoever the syndication advisor is, they can actually drive over to a house or a self-storage unit. They can see it. They can see how it operates. It's not like the stock market where it's, a, it's just a numbers game and it's unpredictable. You can expect and know what the type of interest you'll be getting from these types of alternative investments versus the stock market where you can put money in. It's almost like gambling. You might read articles here and there that says, hey, put your money here, put your money there. But you're taking a big risk that way. Other types of alternative assets, you're not taking as big of a risk. You can expect 12 to 15% returns on certain investments, You know, even 8% is a pretty decent return overall when you consider the stock market's up and down, up and down. And if you really look at the average and commissions that you're paying to whoever your financial advisor is, you're really not making as much as you think you are. So Brian, we've talked, I'm going to take maybe a step back. We've talked about retirement funds. And so I think many folks that even from the outside, if they're just a, a little bit familiar, they would think that, okay, I've got a 401k or some investment vehicle with an employer and I'm going to move it over to self-directed. Does that mean that they have to, all funds or profits have to go back into an IRA type of vehicle and that they'll have a taxable event if they set it up that way? Or can they take money from some source and put it into a self-directed IRA account, but then still invest passively and earn an income off of that. Tell us the options. And I know I'm combining a couple of different strategies and I know the answers to these, but I'll have you explain that a little further as if I were somebody coming to you and saying, hey, I want to invest both ways. How would I go about doing this? Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, it really comes down to strategy and what your ultimate goal is. What I tell my clients is you never want to stop building your wealth. Yes, you might be 59 and a half years old now and you're able to take that money out 
and take it as a distribution and you're not going to have that 10% penalty. But if it's in a pre-tax account, like a traditional IRA or a SEP IRA, you're still going to have to pay taxes on it. If you're still working, well, you're going to be taxed on whatever that tax bracket is based on whatever your income is for that year. So doing a transfer or a rollover from a regular IRA or a previous employer 401k, it's not a taxable event. You move your money to a self-directed IRA. You keep that money working for you. If you do need to survive off this money, this cash flow, then try to make it minimal and maybe even strategize ways of doing maybe a Roth conversion so that your money's growing tax-free now. And you don't have to pay those taxes anymore in a Roth. There is a five-year rule with a Roth, and I'd love to dive deeper into that. If you did a Roth conversion, you will pay the taxes on whatever you converted. But then going forward, that money is going to grow for you tax-free. That's what a lot of my clients like to do because one of the benefits with the Roth, there's no RMDs. You're not required to take those distributions at 72 years old. When you do need to take distributions, you're not being taxed. Your money's still working for you and it's always going to grow tax-free, but you have to meet that five-year rule. Majority of my clientele, they usually start self-directing usually in, I'd say, the early 50s when they're starting to really think about that retirement and how they want to retire. And they start envisioning, I want to sell my house. I want to own a house. I want to buy a condo. I want to live on another country. These types of dreams, I want to travel and take more cruises, things like that. You won't be able to do a lot of times at 50 years old because you didn't plan earlier or sooner. And now that they're learning about the self-directed IRA options, they're strategizing They're putting different things in their portfolio, and now they're able to really see that dream come to fruition. And that's what I help with my clients. I love inviting them to our webinars, our workshops, as well as our investor retreats that we do, so they can learn more about different types of asset classes that they can invest in. And it just takes a couple of classes to really learn and understand it. The most important thing I do tell my clients is due diligence. That's going to be your best friend. Learn how to do due diligence, and you can do that on any investment. There's never too much due diligence, or unless you just never invest and you continue to do due diligence until uh, talk yourself out of something, but pound into the heads of our students as well. And even remind the folks that invest with us passively is that, hey, do your due diligence on us, on the project that you're interested in investing in uh, with us. We love the fact that our folks trust us and put their faith in us and without doing a, a lot of due diligence. But at the end of the day, a good passive investor will do their backgrounds and background checks and make sure that uh, the deal is solid and uh, that their syndicator, the promoter is as well. Let's answer one of the, I guess, the more basic questions as well, Brian, which is I've got money, whether it's coming from another investment vehicle, retirement vehicle, I've got cash. Tell me, let's talk about self-dealing. Can I invest in my own projects if I want to invest in something that I own solely or in a partnership with somebody else? There are rules and restrictions on that. So navigate that landscape briefly to let people know exactly what they can and can't do with their own funds inside of their own account. Okay. 100%. So the rules are actually pretty basic once you get a grasp of them. No self-dealing. That's against the rules. It's blatantly, though that money's for retirement, it's not meant for right now. You have to go through a certain process, taking that distribution out. So it's recorded by your custodian and reported to the IRS. You've taken this much money, whether it's taxable or not. So no self-dealing. You also can't do any investing with any disqualified parties. So these are the rules. It's got to be a passive investment. It must remain at arm's length. You can't invest with yourself or your own company that you own 50% or more of that company. You cannot be a highly compensated individual in the company. You also cannot be on the board of directors or a decision maker on behalf of the company. So can you own 48% in a shares of a company, but not be on the board not be a decision maker and not be a highly compensated individual? Possibly. It could be passive. 
So that's something you always want to discuss with an attorney before you make that decision. But there's a few other parts you can invest in. Those are called disqualified parties. So that's the IRA owner, their spouse, their parents and grandparents, their children and grandchildren. Why can't you invest in those specific parties? Usually they're your beneficiaries, number one. So eventually they would inherit the account. Say they didn't inherit, you invest in their company. Well, now they've done something prohibited because they inherited this account that's the money's already invested in the company that they own. So don't do that. Like I said, keep it passive, invest with third parties, and you'll be pretty good to go. You won't break any rules that way. But if it is in the gray area, I'm always open to talk. Feel free to call, reach out to me. We'll discuss it. We'll analyze it. We'll figure it out. I can't always give you a definitive yes or no, whether it's prohibited or not, but I can give you a list of what the rules are. It's really up to you and an attorney to interpret those. Okay. So let's then talk about some other vehicles. I know you and I had had a conversation offline as well recently about crypto. There's a number of folks that are adding crypto as part of their overall investment strategy. But even on the real estate side, we're looking at the tokenization of our syndications as well as investing in in crypto and using that as a springboard in our real estate ventures as well, or even as a holding place for some of our capital until we're able to deploy it through our self-directed IRA or other means into another project. So tell us a little bit about some of the strategies that are available through NewView with regards to crypto and how people are using your company to invest in crypto. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of times clients will move their cash over to NewView. It sits there. It's not growing. It's not working for them. Some of them would like to put it into cryptocurrency temporarily until they identify their next investment. Or sometimes clients have their investment. It's already made. But now they have their cash flow coming in. It's starting to accumulate. They still want their money to work for them. So we have an option for clients. There's a couple of different options, but one of them is called Aerosex. So it's a very easy platform that clients can easily move their money from NewView into this platform and they can buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and their money can sit there in a cryptocurrency. That's really cool that you're talking about tokenization of your real estate or your syndications. I was just having this discussion over lunch today about the evolution of cryptocurrency and where it's going to go in the future. And we're starting to hear a lot more markets that are trying to take advantage of the fact that crypto is the hype right now. And a lot of people are putting their money in there. Now, I am not giving any financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. I can only tell you what I see my clients doing. And right now, crypto is a hot topic. Oh, and that's exactly how we're using it as the way that you just mentioned. As we raise funds or as they have capital, if we have cash sitting around, we certainly don't like cash sitting around because it's idle if it's in an account, certainly not making any money. And there's very few liquid investments that we can get a return on uh, while we're waiting to deploy it. So that's perfect. And that's exactly how we've uh, done it as well. In more of a macro sense now, let's take a look throughout 2022. We've got a stock market where people are exiting. We're, we're seeing an inflationary environment. We're going to have three interest rate raises, say the feds this year as well, which causes people to look at hard assets and therefore a boom to us in real estate and you as well, because people that want to invest with us, we send to you to set up their self-directed IRA accounts to then invest back into the projects with us. What else are you seeing on the horizon right now besides um, real estate and crypto? What should people be looking for as we head into this new economy as our cycle will be changing from a boom economy, even though we're going to do well in 2021, but we're going to begin to see that shift as interest rates go up. What are folks doing and what are you preparing or helping people to prepare for? So we just had our investor retreat and I learned a lot of different things and I've heard mixed point of view. Some people say that there might be a market correction in real estate, but you know what? more people are still investing in real estate. Real estate's not going anywhere. There's always going to be renters, no matter what market you're in. Maybe the value of the property might dip for a little while, but eventually it's going to increase in value again. 
And there's always going to be renters. You're still going to have that cash flow coming in. There's a lot of people that, I mean, my own prediction, I guess what I say I'm seeing are they're taking advantage of the fact that, yeah, for 21 and 22, you weren't allowed to evict people, but now that law doesn't exist anymore. And there's a lot more evictions happening and there's a lot more real estate that's going to be available on the market. So people are scooping up things like tax liens. They're buying more mortgage notes. Sometimes they're buying the non-performing mortgage notes because they're counting on that eviction process and maybe scooping up that property at a good price. So I'm seeing a lot of different strategies that a lot of clients weren't really focusing on before. People are starting to learn more about how they can go to auctions and buy real estate. Multifamily is pretty hot right now as well. Rents have gone up in my area in Orlando. I think Orlando increased like 15% in the past two years since pandemic. I think a lot of the bigger cities are seeing that same trend. Right now, Orlando, I mean, the inventory is low for real estate, but not for renters. There is constantly new multifamily buildings being built. I mean, right around the corner from us, there was a high line. Now it's a multifamily complex. It's a couple thousand people. You're seeing that more and more. They're knocking down more trees or people are buying more land. They're surveying, they're building. I know the price of wood was skyrocketing at one point, but it's not stopping people from building. So that's my prediction. I don't think real estate's going anywhere. I don't see any dips in the market. Yeah, all indications are the, the same for us as well. Again, we're looking at hard assets that produce income and real estate is that. And of course, we're loving what we're seeing in the self-storage industry right now. It's making it sometimes a little more challenging on the buy side, but we're still able to find uh, many opportunities. Our development is slowed a bit, but still not that much because the demand has been so great. So let's look at perhaps some of the gotchas. Somebody's new to investing passively, whether it be in a real estate, in a syndication, or any other asset class or things that you can invest in with a self-directed IRA. What are some of the, I'd say, even newbie mistakes that people make or some of the overall things that are some of the gotchas that you've seen in the past? And this could be just in a, in a broad sense, uh, Brian, I know you can't give investing advice, but what are some of the gotchas or maybe even some of the stories that people should know to look out for? I mean, my biggest advice I would say is don't try to reinvent the wheel. Everybody's always trying to figure out the guy that started PayPal and somehow used his Roth IRA and started the company. Well, that was prohibited 100%. Don't know how he got away with it, but it's definitely against the rules. I hate calling people out like that. But that one conversation that he did on that podcast made my phones blow up and everybody's thinking they can start their own companies and use their Roth IRAs to do it, but you can't do that, unfortunately. So he had a great attorney probably that was able to defend that, but it's prohibited. Just don't try to reinvent the wheel. Keep Decide if you want to be a passive investor or an active investor. If you are going to be an active investor, learn the rules understand them. They're very basic. They're pretty easy to understand. Now, if you're buying real estate and it's a rental property, don't live on the property. Don't rent it out to your relatives. Keep it as an investment property. Keep those third parties renting it. You know That way you're not trying to make any sweetheart deals or because it's a family member, you want to give them a cut on the rent or be like, oh, it's okay. You can pay me next month. You just can't do those things because that makes it prohibited. And you got to treat it like any other investment and you wouldn't want to lose money on the investment. So that's my best advice, I would say, from what I've learned in the past four years I've been with NewView. So Brian, let's talk a little bit about some of the seminars and really the educational materials that you provide at NewView. Okay. If you're a new person, you're learning about self-directed IRAs, definitely start with the education piece. NewView does a great job of that. On every Wednesday, 1 p.m., we do our Wednesday workshops. We bring guest speakers in. Sometimes it's strictly a review on what self-directed IRAs are, what Roth IRAs are, the different types of plans, how much you can contribute to each plan. Some of them went up this year, so that was kind of some good news. If you're Mm -hmm. self-employed, 
You want to learn about things like a SEP IRA and a solo 401k, things that you probably didn't learn in real estate school or law school. They don't teach you these things. So do your education. We provide some great ones. They're all posted on our website, on our blog, on our educational resources page. So you can watch them. They're recorded. I prefer the live ones because then you can ask questions there on the spot. And trust me, you will have questions. First time you learn about self-directed IRAs, your brain just kind of explodes and says, why don't I know about this? But it's been around since the 1970s. And then we also do live events too. So we just hosted one. It was over here by Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. And we had about 300 investors show up for the audience and they were there to learn. That was the only reason they came out there was just to learn about different types of alternative classes. And we had a whole room full of sponsors with all different types of investment opportunities for people to start doing their due diligence and learning about the different types of investments. But we covered topics all the way from owning a rental property that's just you know, a buy and hold or an Airbnb, investing in self-storage, multifamily, doing private lending, mortgage notes. I mean, we had a wide range of topics that we covered. We had some great presenters coming from all over the country to speak to this audience and to teach them these different types of asset classes. And they weren't doing a sales pitch at all. That's not what it was there for. They were purely providing the education that a new investor would need in order to have the... What's the word? Oh man, I messed up, but we're going to edit that. (laughs) To be smart, but dangerous. You know, with the amount of knowledge that we provided there, they can take those things back. They will still have questions, but now they have some resources that they can reach out to and ask those questions. And they were able to network with each other as well. A lot of these people were clients and they're already making these types of investments, but there's still more to learn. Don't ever stop learning. So that's my takeaway when it comes to education. Awesome. All right. Well, so Brian, how do people get in touch with you? And uh, ultimately, if they go to a separate place, where would they do that? They are looking to get started right away and set up an account. How would they find you? So the best way to reach me is this email address and it'll go to my team. So if I am not available, I'm traveling, I'm at a conference, somebody on my team will get the email. It's IRA specialists with an S, IRA specialists at newviewtrust.com. Pretty easy email address, best way to reach me. If you tell me that you heard about me from Scott Myers podcast, I will waive your application fee and I'll give you a $50 credit towards your account. So feel free to reach out anytime. We're always happy to talk, set up consultations and help you start self-directing your IRA. Fantastic. And gang, uh, we get nothing for this other than the fact that we end up with a savvy investors that are ready to invest alongside of us when our opportunities come up as they begin to work with a new view and also working with Brian. So I, you need to get an account set up. So I would do that now and then begin to dig into the educational materials because it's going to make a heck of a lot more sense. After you talk with Brian, after you talk with the representatives, you have an account set up, then going through that process will make it a little more succinct in terms of the process and how you go through and to begin earning and getting higher returns rather than your money sitting where it may be right now earning less. So go do that now. And Brian, how about any parting words of wisdom that you would like to share with folks as we part for today and as we head into the balance of 2022? Yeah, I just kind of want to remind people like self-directed IRAs, there's a lot of companies out there that do what we do. We have 50 people staffed here at Newview. We're located in sunny Orlando, Florida, and we've been around since 2003. We custody 2 billion in client assets. We've got over 12,000 clients. We're not the biggest self-directed IRA company out there, but we are responsive. We love building relationships with our clients. If you see any of our Google reviews, our clients rave about working with NewView. So definitely same thing like you would with any other investment. 
do your due diligence on your self-directed IRA company before you do self-direct. And uh, gang, I can vouch for that. We've had a relationship with NewView for a number of years now. Uh, we know the heads of the company and where they are headed, as well as their direction and their mission and their goals. And they've done nothing but uh, just exceptional work and taken exceptional care of our, our clients and our students and folks that work with them. And so they have my ringing endorsement. So get in touch with Brian, get an account set up, and then I'll begin to explore the opportunities if you're not already investing um, through a self-directed IRA. So with that, Brian, thanks so much for your time. Once again, always good to catch up. I appreciate you spending time with our folks as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Awesome, Scott. Thank you again so much for having me on. It was great to catch up with you as well. All right. Take care. Hey, gang, wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to subscribe to the Self Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram, and don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit the follow and subscribe button on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us. Take care.